0: For this portion of the show, we're going to have a little different. I want to give you a choice of how to control ticks, mosquitoes, most of your garden pests, all by adding one thing to your landscape: chickens, guineas, turkeys, ducks. It depends on what your problems are, and I'll try to guide you through these. I, I have raised every one of these dozens of times. Chickens and other poultry are a wonderful addition to your backyard or your whole homestead. They're entertaining, they're easy to care for, some of them become pets, (laughs) I've done that, and they provide flavorful, nutritious eggs. Plus, the nitrogen-rich droppings they produce can really be an aid to a flourishing garden. But poultry offer another advantage that's often overlooked. They provide outstanding tick and mosquito control And have voracious diets for grasshoppers, snails, slugs, and most other pests that will invade your garden. Uh, Some of them, we'll get into that, even uh, take care of your mouse and snake problems if you think you have one. So this is going to be sort of a general rundown of of the major poultry that's easy for you to get. And there's always more information available either here from me at natureapproved at yahoo.com or I'll put some additional information on my permanent website which is organicmatters, one word, organicmatters.info. Depending on how you feel, (laughs) I have to explain that, turkeys are an excellent choice. The problem with them when they 're little now, uh, young birds, especially you need to keep them out of your garden. this is kind of backwards till they grow a little bit and more importantly till your plants mature once the plants mature, especially turkeys they don 't seem to think much of eating plants, but there 's not any pests hardly they won 't pick up in your in your garden once they uh, learn to get out there or you can shut them in the garden part of the time they're they 're they're just uh, really good for those people that have caterpillar. Uh, problems, cabbage worms, grasshoppers and a lot of other pests. The only problem as I mentioned is initially uh, when your plants are small they they sort of want to mess around with them but when the plants get a little bigger the birds just walk down the rows looking for the bugs and just really don't bother the plants anymore it's really kind of nice. Uh, My turkeys needed a little feed and were great scroungers. They literally could live off the land if you don't overpopulate. Also, here's where I said you have to be a bit sensitive. They do make the juiciest turkey dinners, and you can do both folks, yes. A number of us, I'm guilty, a number of them become pets, and I have a problem doing that. But that's part of being a farmer, I guess feel like me, you hate mosquitoes. Well, I have a cure for that. And it's actually, I'm going to do turkeys and chickens and I'm going to do ducks right now and talk to you a little bit about guineas. But my favorite of all these, and the one I've raised the most of is muscovy. It's a particular kind of duck. They love mosquitoes. They snap them out of the air. They're just amazing to have around. By the evening, the little guys would be so stuffed they could hardly move. They probably ate thousands of mosquitoes and most other insects. After I'd had them a few weeks and got them accustomed where they were living, I was virtually mosquito-free. And another thing that, that Muscovies are really good at is eliminating ticks. If you raise them with your puppies or your cats, they'll get used to each other. And you just don't find a tick if you've got a few Muscovy ducks around. I will warn you, you have to learn this the hard way. When they're, uh, when they're young, and especially when your garden's young again, they will have a tendency to pick on some of your plants. But as the plants mature and get tougher and get stronger leaves, somewhat like the turkeys, they just quit bothering the plants, and then you can just let them go in the garden as often as you would like. When I got my muscovies the first time, it was quite by accident. That's another story. But I also had a couple of donkeys and I had a real problem with face flies and deer flies and ticks I mean it was just really unbelievable constantly having to keep up with it we even had these two inch long horse flies these great big huge ones I don't even know if we have them here one year I swatted 15 just on a on one walk, I want to say, I was trying to teach my donkeys to pull a buggy, and that was another sort of kind of fun thing to do. The bites of those flies were terribly painful. I mean, it was a real horse flying bite. And the horses just kind of went bad. The horses and donkeys trying to get away from these. They're really bloodthirsty. They, they have to have blood to lay eggs. So they're after your horses and you and your donkeys if, if you don't have a way to control them. So anyway, I was having trouble with that and I did have a garden and it didn't have any poultry or anything at the time, then someone, I can't remember, who gave me six Muscovy ducks. They did pretty good all summer and what happened, however, is I didn't even have a house for them. I, they were just living around there. I had about 22 acres. I lost a good number of them the first winter. Uh, I thought it was coyotes and there might have been a few coyotes involved. My problem was raccoons. Fortunately, one of them had hatched 16 ducklings before I lost her. So those little ducklings were just, boy, when spring started, they were hungry all the time. They would hang out in the, in the donkey st- stalls with the animals. Nobody bothered anybody. And, I mean, they snapped off every fly they could catch. I mean, it's amazing to watch them. These little bitty ducklings hunting bugs. It, it reminded me a lot of, like, cats. After mice. They were really aggressive about it. These little guys have positioned themselves like in all the places that the flies ordinarily hang out and literally uh, just eliminate the flies over time. There just wasn't a fly problem anymore. The other one that that, uh, a friend of mine pointed out no ticks. We didn't realize, I didn't realize when I got them. I'd gotten them again given to me, so I didn't do a lot of reading about them. They're excellent, excellent tick eliminators. I did have a small pond on my property at the time, so the ducks never went far away. And incidentally, interesting, Muscovies are really what we call tree ducks. They will get in the water and paddle around. They do need water to drink like you know most livestock of any kind but they're not really watery ducks they'll go into the water they don't mind a bit living with just a pool or just a good place to uh to take a bath once in a while and and to drink they not require a big opened water area now this particular property i was living on was actually sort of backed up to a subdivision and i went out and i'd go on my afternoon walk and i'd find my ducks at some point, pretty much all over the neighborhood. But when I'd start to feed, especially the donkeys or what any kind of feed that you were going to put out, I decided to start ringing a bell. I had a bell hanging in the donkey stall. And usually the ducks would beat me there because I always fed about four when I came home from school. I was a teacher, whatever time that was. I would come home and i start ring that bell and feed them and it was around four o'clock. Most of the time, after I taught them very quickly, they were there waiting. Either way, I'd ring the bell and, and, and feed them. And for some reason, this is part of the interesting part of having these animals, my neighbors didn't seem to mind the ducks at all. And they would come over as I was doing my walks or they'd chat with me about what kind of mischief my free roaming ducks were causing when they come over and visit their property, but they never seemed to be unhappy about it. They thought it was kind of a fun thing to have around. I do want to mention one thing about Muscovys and it's it's good, but it's not. If you let them go and and I did, they can lay eighteen to 20 eggs for each hen you have. You can end up with a hundred ducks in, in one summer if you're not careful. So do kind of control your ratios. It got to the point where I couldn't give enough away. I finally and I will tell the truth, mostly they have wonderful eggs. If you think chicken eggs are good to cook, especially for baking, way you've used it, duck eggs. But the bad news is, of course, I finally had to have some uh, I want to use the word sacrificed. There's not a better meat around. It's not poultry meat. You're, you're going to think you're going to see white meat. Uh, it is red. It looks as if, matter of fact, I could fool people and feed them a duck breast that until I told them what it was when they saw it as I cooked it, thought, it was a piece of red meat, you know, a piece of a cow or whatever you got, venison. But it wasn't. Uh, it, it is some of the best And I should say best for you, because Muscovy ducks are a southern duck. Every other duck that you can buy is a derivative, basically, of mallards or that family of ducks. And they have a lot of fat on them because they are from the north and they have to stay, you know, covered in the winter. Muscovies come from, well, I think originally the very southern, southern tip of Texas, but certainly from right there in northern Mexico all the way down into central South America. So they're a southern duck. They don't have a fat layer. They're a nice, lean, healthy. Matter of fact, you could be a little bit careful cooking them. You cook them more like you would venison or another red meat because if you overcook them, they're too dry. They're too tough you cook them more just like you would cook wild game if you're cooking pheasant or again uh, deer venison. So just bear that in mind. It's a little bit of a different animal than you think you're going to get, but they are excellent. They're friendly. Oh, one more good thing. I guess I'm really pushing uh, Muscovy ducks. They don't make hardly any noise. They have a little quicker, quick, 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 but nothing, nothing loud at all. They're are the quietest, probably are, they are the quietest poultry I think you can get. I was going to talk a little bit about guineas, and I will. I love guineas. They talk about the best buggers in the world, but they are ornery, uh, and they are loud. So if you want to get guineas, a wonderful meat, whole different, it's the other way around. It's so dark that you think you're eating wild meat, and a little, you have to learn to cook it too. Most people overcook all these wild animals because they're lower in fat than we're used to uh, handling. But guineas are your other choice, just remember guineas are noisy, they're they're ornery, I mean ornery in a fun way, they're really hilarious to watch and they'll do you an excellent job once your plants get bigger and your gardener around, but they are never quiet and if some little mischief comes around or a dog comes in the yard that's not supposed to be there, believe me you've got the best watch birds kind Of your our virgin of watchdogs, uh, that you can get if you decide you want to uh invest and I want to use the word put up with, but I happen to like them guineas, they would be a, a wonderful choice for you. And finally, I only bring up chickens, but there's so much information around chickens that you, you know, I would recommend if you, especially if you don't want to have to um. Eat, I hate to use that word, your your own birds, and some people won't do that. I've learned to. Not very, I don't like it, but I, I love the food. Get yourself egg layers. There's a number of species, barred rocks, orpington, orpington buffs, bunch of chickens that are pretty, they'll lay over, some of them, over 300 eggs a year. Most of them average over 250 all the time, and they'll last several years, and then they start decreasing in the number of eggs they lay, but they would still give you an excellent bunch of eggs, and then they become somebody's pet if you really don't want to sacrifice them. So that's sort of uh, not all you need to know about poultry, but if you want to stick with those birds, you will have uh, a lot less pest interestingly enough fertilizer if you have a few to fertilize your garden if you take care of it properly you do probably need to compost uh, poultry manures because they're a little strong and that's sort of a rundown for um, I, I usually don't do two gardening sections in one show but I have this weekend so think about poultry for your land and thanks for tuning in to Organic Matters